Good morning, everyone. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Let's give God some praise. Hallelujah. 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 Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Father, we give you the praise and honor, glory today. We thank you, Almighty God, for your word that's coming forth. We thank you for the food that you give us, Lord. We thank you, Father, for the understanding. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for looking out for us and our family members throughout the night and the day. Father, thank you, Lord, for all that you do for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, everyone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is Mr. McMillan. We are coming to you today very early. <laughs> uh, I was woken up this morning, and um, funny enough, I was woken up choking uh, from something I had ingested uh, last night. And, you know, God is so good. Uh, woke up and uh, began to talk to me about what to do, and um, and here I am. Early, early, early this morning after following his instructions. And uh, we're going to get into this word today because he has a lot to say. Okay? Um, we are reading today from, <clears throat> from Malachi. <clears throat> uh, strangely enough... <laughs> I have a grandson with the same name. Sweet, he's sweet as he can be. Okay, so we're going to start today with Malachi, the sinful priest. The oracles, the word of the Lord to Israel through Malachi. So Jacob loved it. Uh, Jacob loved and as you hated. I have loved you, says the Lord, but you ask, how have you loved us? Was not as you Jacob's brother, the Lord said, yet I have loved Jacob, but is you I have hated, and I have turned his mountains into wastelands and left his inheritance to the desert jackals. Edom may say, I thought we had been crushed. We will rebuild the ruins. But this is what the Lord Almighty says. They may build, but I will demolish. They will be called the wicked land, a people always under the wrath of the Lord. You will see it with your own eyes and say, great is the Lord, even beyond the borders of Israel. A son's honor, his father and the servant, his master. And if I am a father, where is the honor due me? If I am a master, where is the respect due me? Asked the Lord. It is you, O priest, who show contempt for my name. I must pause here for a minute. 
because this is a time of year when people forget about God, okay? The real purpose, the real meaning of God. They dwell on the fact that man says God was born at this time of year. However, we know that not to be true. If any time he was going to be born, it would be during the new season. Okay, um, and most rabbis can confirm the same thing. Uh, that's why uh, Sukkot is the big celebration, the high feast days. Okay, <clears throat> however. getting back to the base of most uh, Christian beliefs, okay? Um, most people celebrate Christmas thinking that it's the birth of Christ. You know, I don't have anything wrong to say about it. The thing is, people get overwhelmed. They get too busy buying presents, thinking of the fun and the food, places they got to go, people they got to see. But the one person that they should be talking to throughout this season, they don't. How many of you out there really take time and talk with the Lord? Commune with the Lord. Include the Lord in the festivities. Mm, yeah. How many pray to the Lord, thank the Lord for all that he's doing, all that he has done, that he's given you the supplies that you need to enjoy this holiday? Mm. Okay, but you ask, how have we sworn contempt for your name? You place defiled food on my altar. But you ask, how have we defiled you? By saying that the Lord's table is contemptible. When you bring when you bring blind animals for sacrifice, is that not wrong? When you sacrifice crippled or diseased animals, is that not wrong? Try offering them to your governor. <laughs> would, he, would he be pleased with you? Would he accept you, says the Lord Almighty. Now, employ God to be gracious to us with such offerings from your hands. Will he accept you, says the Lord Almighty. Are you giving God half an offering? Are you not giving him an offering at all? 
You know, when you say offering, people think it's monetary. It's not always monetary. What are you giving to God? That's the question. And how often? And how much? And is it sincere? Oh, that one of you would shut the temple doors so that you would not light useless fires on your altars. I am not pleased with you, says the Lord Almighty, and I will accept the offering from your hands. My name will be great among the nations for the rising to the setting of the sun. In every place, incense and pure offerings will be brought to my name, but my name will be great among the nations says the Lord Almighty. Is his name not great amongst the nations? Is there a nation right now that does not know the Lord or know of the Lord? At this time and age, even the most remote corners of the world, people know the Lord or have heard of him. Thanks to satellites, thanks to computers, Thanks to podcasts like this one. Thanks to television. Okay. But you profane it by saying of the Lord's table, it is defiled and of its food is corruptible. And you say, what a burden. And you sniff at it contemptuously says the Lord God Almighty. Yes, many of you evade the Lord. You take very little time with the Lord. That's not good. That's not good at all. You brush your teeth every day. You wash every day. You go to work every day. You go to the toilet every day you eat every day, then you should be doing the same when it comes to God. You should be taking time out with him every day. Prayer costs nothing. It's cheap. But it's the purest, best thing you can do for yourself, for your life, for your loved ones. When you bring injury, cripple, or disable animals, and offer them as sacrifices. Should I accept them from your hands, says the Lord? Crushed is the cheat. Cursed is the cheat who has an acceptable male in his flock and vows to give it. But then sacrifices a blemished animal to the Lord. For I am a great king, says the Lord Almighty, and my name is to be feared amongst the nations. Don't promise to do something and you don't do it. Don't say, oh, I'm going to do this for the Lord, and then don't do it. Don't make promises you don't keep. Just 
Chapter two. Admiration for the priest. And now this admiration for you, O priest, if you do not listen and if you do not set your heart to honor my name, says the Lord Almighty, I will send a curse upon you and I will curse your blessings. Yes, I have already cursed them because you have not set your heart to honor me. Because of you, I will rebuke your descendants and I will spread on your faces the offering from your festival sacrifices and you will be carried off with it and you will know that I have sent you this admiration so that my covenant with Levi may continue. Well, those of you out there who know that you've been called by God to do a work and you're slacking and stumbling, this is a word for you. You've been called to do. And no matter what is going on or what's happening in your life, that call is still there and you must adhere to it. And when you don't, when you turn your back and say, ah, I've done enough of that. Ah, I'm done with that. I'm not doing that no more. What's the point? It's a waste of time. I can't do it because I don't have the money. I can't do it because I'm tired. I can't do it because there's too much going on in my life right now. These are excuses. You've been called. If there's something, if there's a stumbling block, if there's something in your way, and you need to be praying and ask the Lord to move it, to help you work through it so that you can fulfill what you have been called for. Because of you, I will rebuke descendants. Not only will he rebuke you, but he'll also rebuke your family as well. Your family will suffer because of you. Okay. My covenant with him, a covenant of life and peace, and I give them to him. This call for reverence, and he revered, and he revered me and stood in awe of my name. True instruction was in his mouth, and nothing false was found on his lips. He walked with me in peace and uprightness, and turned many from sin. All right, I'm going to go back up a little.
Okay. So the Lord is speaking of uh, Levi in this case, but there are many, many, many Levi's out there. Okay. Um, from the lips of the priests or to preserve knowledge and from his mouth, man should seek instruction because he is the messenger of the Lord Almighty. But you have turned from that way, and by your teachings have caused many to stumble. And you have valid the covenant with Levi, says the Lord Almighty. Okay, so the Lord is talking to his priest. There are many of you out there, okay? And as I said early on, uh, many uh, have many excuses why they haven't been doing and why they can't do, etc., etc. And the Lord is telling you here, you've been called to do this work. Get moving. Leave your cries and and uh, your cries and your burdens with the Lord, and he will handle those while you handle his work. So I have caused you to be despised and humiliated before all the people because you have not followed my way, but have shown partiality in matters of the Lord. The sinful people, Judah's unfaithfulness. Have we not all one father? I say this all the time. Uh, people say, uh, well, you're not praying to the same God I'm praying to. Stop your foolishness. There's only one God, one father. Okay? Yeah, there's a whole bunch of different Bibles out there, and some don't say the same as others. But if you really are searching for the Lord, you really want his knowledge, you will realize that there are books out there, Bible books, that are not speaking the true word of God. And you go search for the real, close teachings of the Lord, okay? And you will begin to search for the true word. And he will direct you if you want a his. So please, do not tell me that you're talking to a different God. Because if you're not talking to the same God I'm talking to, then you're talking to his adversary. And you and I will not shine. <laughs> Did not one God create us? Amen. Why do we profane the covenant of our fathers by breaking faith with one another? <clears throat> Excuse me. Judah has broken faith. A detestable thing has been committed in Israel and in Jerusalem. 
Judah has desecrated the sanctuary the Lord loves by marrying the daughter of a foreign god. As for the man who does this, whoever he may, whoever he may be, may the Lord cut him off from the tents of Jacob, even through, even though he brings offerings to the Lord Almighty. Okay? When you clap your hands with things that are not of God, and you try to hold them securely, even put them before God, okay? This is what the Lord is referring to. Those are foreign gods. I don't care what it is. It could be your work. It could be your family. It could be food. It could be money. You put them before the Lord. Nothing, nothing comes before the Lord. Another thing you do, you flood the Lord's altar with tears. You weep and wail because he no longer pays attention to your offerings or sacrifices or accepts them with pleasure from your hands. You ask why? And this is because the Lord is acting (laughs) as the witness between you and the wife of your youth because you have broken faith with her, though she is your partner the wife of your marriage covenant. What you did of old when you first came to God, when you threw yourself down before him and you gave all to him, is what he expects of you 24-7, every day that you're here on this earth. And I'm not going to deny that I have not done that that I have not uh, stirred off and I've had to come back and apologize and I've had to come back and refine myself and gain grounds again and get back in his favor if you want to say it that way. There's no shame in that. In fact, God loves you more for it. So if you're out there and you found yourself in that position, you're praying and you're praying, you bring him offerings. Something is off. Go back. Remember when you first came to God. Begin to practice again the way you did. Find yourself in the Lord. Love him the way you loved him in the beginning. Okay? All right. Um, Number 15. 
Has not the Lord made them one in flesh and spirit? They are his. And why one? Because he was seeking godly offspring. So guard yourself in your spirit and do not break faith with the wife of your youth. I hate divorce, says the Lord of Israel, and I hate a man's covering himself with violence as well as with his garment, says the Lord Almighty. So guard yourself in your spirit and do not break faith. Okay? And I just said that. When you break faith, God really does not like that. But when you come back, truthfully, humbly, honorably, the Lord loves you more. Okay, the day of judgment. You have worried the Lord with your words. Have, uh, how have we worried him, you ask? By saying, all who do evil are good in the eyes of the Lord, and he is pleased and uh, with them. Or where is God of justice? Be careful what you say. Your words weigh heavy on you, okay? Choose your words wisely and choose the meaning behind them wisely. Know that whatever you're doing, whether it's with your mouth, with your mind, or your body, the Lord knows all. He knows what you're doing. Someone else may not know what you're doing. The person that you are referring to or is directed to may not know, but God knows. And that will be held against you. See, I will send my messenger who will prepare the way before me. Then suddenly the Lord said, you are seeking, uh, you are seeking will come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant whom you desire will come, says the Lord Almighty. But who can endure the day of his coming? Who can stand when he appears? Now, listen, <laughs> I'm going to say this again. Okay. For those of you who know the Lord, it's probably laughing right along with me. Look, when God comes, no man's going to stand up. Given an example, when a firstborn comes into the church, or when someone has done something they know was wrong, and they come back to the church. They come back to God. When I say church, I'm speaking of God. I'm not speaking of the the house, the houses of God. I'm talking about when a person actually turns back to the Lord. Okay. I don't care where you're at. You could be in the street. You could be home. You could be in the church. You could be in the synagogue. When they turn back and come to God, you know it. You see it. 
They fall out. They can't stand up under the unction. They can't stand up to God. People try. You see them standing and trembling. Some people fall out. Some people pass out. Some people pass their body functions out of their body trying to stand up. People have to, clothes and stuff have to be changed afterwards. You cannot stand up to God. <laughs> okay. Um, for he will be like the refiner, fire, or wandrious soap. He will set as a refiner and purifier of silver. He will purify the Levites and refine them like gold and silver. And then the Lord will have men who will bring offerings in righteousness. And the offerings of Judah and Jerusalem will be accepted by the Lord as in days gone by, as in former years. So I will come near to you for judgment and I will be quick to testify against sorcerers, adulteresses, and perjurers, against those who defrauded laborers of their wages, who oppressed the widows and the fatherless, and deprived aliens of justice. But do not fear me, says the Lord Almighty. Here it is right here in a nutshell, people, what the Lord expects of you. I hear this all the time. What does he want from me? What does he expect me to do? Okay, everyone, we are back. Sorry about that. We got, uh, we had to go to commercial real quick. Well, the, que the answer to the question, what does he want from you? Is he wants your time. He wants you to be with him and him with you. He doesn't want you to do these things that he plainly has said he does not like. I'm going to reread verse 5 again. So I will come near to you for judgment, and I will be quick to testify against sorcerers. Okay? Sorcerers. People who are out here reading palms. People who are reading the stars. People who are doing witchcraft. Horoscopes. Adulterers. You sleeping with someone's wife, someone's husband. You're fornicating. You're having sex with yourself. People who lie and steal. These are perjurers. They'll sit up there and they'll lie in the courtroom against you so they can make a buck. Lawyers, attorneys. You distort the truth. You lie. Instead of being truthful, you lie so you can win your case. Against those who defraud laborers, 
your person works all week long and then you don't give them their works, their worth of pay. You cheat them. Instead of you giving them what the law says you should give them, $15 an hour now, and you're still paying them $10 an hour. That's the fraud, man. They're working hard, and they're probably worth more than 15 but you don't even want to give them 15 That's the fraud laboring. Someone's expecting to get a holiday pay, and you don't pay them even though you said you would. People work hard. Sweat, pouring sweat, and you don't even want to pay them. You want to cheat them out of what they're worth. You lie to them. You take their money. Some of you have people working for you, and then at the end of the week, you come up with a story about how you can't pay them because this, that, and the other. That's the fraud, man. You're oppressing old people. Widowers, men and women, those in nursing homes, you're not taking care of them properly. You're not seeing to their needs. All you care about is getting your paycheck. All you're caring about is getting their money from the state or getting their money from their families. Lying to their families how you're giving them this and that and you're not. Doctors are supposed to be caring for them. They're not really caring for them. And it comes down to what they really need. The excuses are they're old. They're going to die out. Who cares? You know, why waste the money? Why, why waste the resources on them? They're leaving here anyway soon. Really? Depriving aliens of justice. People coming from other countries living in this country. Okay? Every time something go wrong, all those aliens, all those foreigners, it's all their fault. Yes, arrest them, throw them in jail, send them back home. We don't want them here. Depriving justice. That's what you're doing. And then you turn around and you don't fear the Lord. No. What are you talking about? I'm doing the right thing. You have no fear whatsoever of what God might do to you. Some of you don't even care. Some of you don't even care because you don't know him. You don't take the time. The only time you take with God is on Sunday morning. Some of you don't even take your Bible off the shelf or off the table. The Bible is full of dust. You go to the church and you just listen to the minister and that's it. Oh, I had my fill for the week. See you next week, preacher. Okay, <laughs> I love the Lord. Do not change. 
So you, O descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. Ever since the time of your forefathers, you have turned away from me. Uh, you have turned away from my decrees and have not kept them. Return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord Almighty. Well, Jacob, God is calling you and has been calling you. When are you going to come back? But you ask, how are we to return? Will a man rob God, yet you rob me? You rob God of your time. You rob God when you don't pray, when you don't speak to him, when you don't include him in your life. But you ask, how do we rob you? In tithes and offerings, you are under a curse, the whole nation of you. Hmm. Now, tithes and offerings aren't money. Tithes and offerings can be anything. Tithes can be your time, offerings, your love. That's not costly. You are under a curse, the whole nation of you, because you are robbing me. You're not spending time with him. Bring the whole tide into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see. You will not have room enough for it. And the Lord is showing you right here. Test him. Test him. And he will show you. This is the one time he tells you to test him. Put him to the test. If you don't believe what he's saying here, try him. See for yourself. I will prevent pests from devouring your crops. And the vines in your fields will not cast their fruit, says the Lord Almighty. Then all the nations will call you blessed. For yours will be a delightful land, says the Lord Almighty. You will be fruitful and you will multiply in all things. You have said harsh things against me, says the Lord Yet you ask, what have we said against you? Well, I can think of a number of things. Oh, the Lord hasn't done anything for me lately. I haven't seen any changes. My kids are acting crazy. And I've been praying and nothing is happening. The money is drying up. I don't have enough for this and that. I'm depressed. My employer is a pain in the people are getting on my nerves and I've been praying. Hmm. And the list goes on.
You have said it is futile to serve God. What did we gain by carrying out his requirements and going about like mourners before the Lord Almighty? Mm. We hear that a lot. Things aren't happening for people and they turn their back on God. And they begin to discredit him. God's not a genie in a bottle. But when you are sincere and you humble yourself before him and you wait on the Lord, oh, he will hear you. Before the Lord Almighty. But now we call the arrogant blessed. Hmm. Certainly the evildoers prosper and even those who challenge God escape. Yeah, there are those. Yeah, there are some. We see that every day and we wonder why that is. Well, you see, they're enjoying themselves right now. But everything comes to an end. Everything in this life comes to an end. And then you have to pay the piper. Mm. And then those who have done these things, we all know their end results. Oh, you think no one's going to know that you're burning in hell? Of course. Just like they see you now, they'll see you then. God's people will look right down on you and see you going, burning away. Then those who fear the Lord talk with each other, and the Lord listened and heard. A scroll of remembrance was written in his presence concerning those who fear the Lord and honor his name. Amen. Okay. If you're doing good, if you're listening and following the Lord, then here's what happens. Everything that you do goes into the book, the book of life. Your name is pulled up. That's why I said you those aren't those people doing wrong aren't escaping anything because their name is in the book of life and everything they did is in the book of life. And God already knows, but the angel will be there with the book to reestablish all that you did. So whatever you did. It's not right before the Lord. There's judgment. They will be mine, says the Lord Almighty, in the day when I make up my treasured possession. And I will spare them just as in compassion a man spares his son who serves him. And you will again see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked. Because those who serve God and those who do not. Okay.
That's just what I said just now. All right. The day of the Lord. Surely the day is coming and it will burn like a furnace and all the arrogant and every evildoer will be stubble. And that day that is coming will set them on fire, says the Lord Almighty. Not a root or branch will be left to them, but for you, uh, but for you who reverse revere my name, the sum of righteousness will rise with healing in its wings. The sun of righteousness. And you will go out and leap like calves released from the store. <laughs> then you will trample down the wicked and they will be ash under the soles of your feet on the day when I do these things, says the Lord Almighty. Wow, what a day. All the things that people have done that was not right. We knew they weren't right. They were wicked and they were mean and unjust. You'd be stepping on the ashes. Burning forever, you will step on their ashes. Remember the law of my servant Moses, the decrees and the laws I gave him at Hura for all Israel. Oh, you thought those laws didn't exist anymore? <laughs> oh. We don't follow those laws anymore. No, we, we're under the New Testament. We're under the grace. Really? <laughs> yes, we are under grace. You're right. But we still follow the old laws. God said he didn't come. What did Jesus say? He said, I didn't come. To take away the laws. I came to fulfill them. <laughs> ah, listen, people. The whole Bible from the beginning to the end is pertinent to you today. Do not listen to the lies of the devil. Adversary is real slick. He knows the word of God. Remember. He used to stand right next to God. He was God's main man. Second in command. Hello. <laughs> you think he not know? But there were certain things he wasn't privy to. Because God is God. There's nobody higher than him. But you see, he lost his place because he got greedy. And he wanted to take God's place. And that you can't do. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's not be stupid, okay? The laws still exist and we still follow the laws.
Remember the Lord, my servant, Moses. What would be the purpose of the Lord saying this to us? Okay. And this is the end of the Old Testament. I dare you to go into the New Testament and not see where the Lord speaks about Moses and many of the prophets. And you will find it because it has not changed. Okay, let's move on. Uh, 4-5. See, I will send you the prophet Elijah before the great and dreadful day of the Lord comes. And he will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers or else I will come and strike the land with a curse. Okay? So the Lord is telling you, he will turn hearts. He will turn minds. And if he doesn't, he will wipe out that entire land because he won't have it. Do yourself the one favor that's going to save you, save your life. Turn to God. If you not have turned to God, turn to him today. Those of you who need to reestablish yourselves, reestablish yourself today. Father, those who are listening in the sound of my voice, hear their cries. Hear their humble pleas, Lord. Those who believe in you and your son, Christ Jesus, who die on the cross for our sins, Lord, who gives us grace and mercy today, who walks with us, talks with us, who has established us, who is drawing us and compelling us, who loves us immensely, unconditionally. Father, receive them today. Restore them today, O oh Lord. This we ask in Jesus' name, Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's take a few minutes and give God some praise. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, oh Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord, Lord, we praise your 
Lord. Amen. 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 Hallelujah, Lord. Father, we give you the praise and honor and glory, and we thank you today for your word. We thank you, Father, for your food that you have given us. We thank you, Lord, for reestablishing those, Lord, who needed to be reestablished. And we thank you, Lord, for bringing in new those who want to accept you, Father, those who want to receive you, those who want to know you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for all that you do for us. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Amen, everyone. This is Minister McNaughton saying, have a blessed day.